Welcome to the Game of Crowdfunding Draft Pick Edition. Recorded Tuesday, June 10th, 2014. I'm Jeff King, and my competitor is... Sarah Reed. Yes, who is just killing me. Yeah. This uh, season three, I do not think we're going to have to worry about ties or who... Uh, Who's coming close to winning? I think you've handily got it. Sarah. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> but before uh, we get into all of that goodness and you do your happy dance, Woo-hoo! as I mentioned last time we recorded, we do have a sponsor. Yay. And our sponsor is Game Right Studios, Woo-hoo! who has a Kickstarter going on right now called Ultimate Battle. It is a uh, card and sketching game for two or more players. It is going until July 31st. They're actually doing really well. Uh, last time I checked, they were over $7,000 and they're looking for 11000 So they are doing very well so far. Nice. Which is awesome. Yeah. You can, of course, check the show notes for a link to the campaign, or you can go over to allusgeeks.com, and there is an ad at the top of our page there as well. You can click over that way. I actually got a chance to play this this, this past weekend. Oh, cool. So we had family over. We were grilling out, and we had family. We had kids around, and uh, we broke this out. After most of the family left, but you know, we had the, the kids and Megan's sister and, and her husband were here and we sat down with the kids and broke out into teams and we played Ultimate Battle, which nice. uh, is kind of just like it sounds a, a bit like you get a, a bunch of cards in your hand. Uh, everybody starts off by drawing their avatar uh, for, for the battle and it's a uh, one, one shot, one kill, if you will. Ooh. Everybody had fun with it. We played it multiple times. And so you get these cards and you uh, get a handful of cards and you can kind of mix and match them however you want. If it's your turn to attack, you can mix them up to make an attack. And then uh, when it gets around to the person's turn that you've attacked, they get to use their cards for a defense. So, for instance, let's see, I've got a couple cards in front of me here. Sarah, you know what? I am going to attack you with my evil porcupine whose quills are made of lasers, and I'm putting a balloon on him so he's flying through the air. Now, I would have to actually try to draw this, (laughs) which uh, is where some of the fun comes in, uh, unless you're me, which then you just spend half the time explaining what the hell it is that you just scribbled on the paper. (laughs) But then let's say it came around to your turn and you're looking at some of your cards and let's say, you know, here, we'll go easy classic. Let's say you had the gun and you've got mm-hmm. some nails. Hey, you know what? I'm going to make a nail gun that shoots your balloons and Ooh. your por- evil porcupine falls out of the sky. Therefore, it doesn't get to attack me. So then uh-huh. we kind of go, yeah, yeah, okay, you got me there. That worked. Or if we disagree, there's a disagreement deck. And this is the disagreement deck is to kind of just keep the game moving along. So there's not these long drawn out arguments. Basically, if, if you decide to go to the disagreement deck, whatever it says goes. (laughs) So let's say, uh, you, you know, I did not agree that your nail gun was going to take care of my porcupine. We draw one and hey, look at this. The player with the most siblings wins this, this match. Uh, so it's just little things like that. 
closest to the door, flip a coin, <laughs> all kinds of different things. Uh, person with the most pets, that, that kind of thing. So, uh, it, it basically is just a way to kind of keep the game moving kind of fast. So, uh, it is a very, uh, good family friendly game. The kids absolutely loved it. We played multiple times. One of them even stated, this is now my new favorite game. <laughs> cool. Definitely go check it out. Nice. All right. And then I got one other thing. As of today and going through June 30th, we have a contest going on over at All Us Geeks. So we are giving away two copies. So uh, two winners, one copy each, a prototype of Gothic Doctor. Nice. Now, why would Gothic Doctor be familiar to anybody at All Us Geeks? Hmm. Gee, I wonder. (laughs) Of Hmm. course, this is from Meltdown (laughs) Games, and Mm -hmm. we've been doing the Road to Relaunch series. They are going to launch... And July 1st for the nice. relaunch of the Kickstarter. But we're going to give away two prototype slash review copies that you'll get, you know, early on in the campaign. You can check it out for yourself. Nice. So head over to allisgeeks.com and it is, you know, sticky to the top. We always keep the most current contests at the top of our website. So you can check that out and all the different ways you can enter there. Cool. All right. Let's talk about. All of these points that Sarah is about to rack up on me. <laughs> so, uh, some of these will be pretty easy to go through because we were just kind of last time we talked mm-hmm. about it, we were a little bit going through the motions. Yeah. Because we knew they were ending. So stratagem versus bullfrogs was an outstanding one from April 15th. Stratagem was still kind of going along, but it was struggling. It did not successfully fund. Yeah. So, and bullfrogs very much did. Woohoo! <laughs> that is going to be three points for Sarah. Yes. That was all we had for the 15th. So we go to right. a few in, on April 29th. Black Forest, around one was still kind of outstanding. Black Forest, we talked about that one canceled. Uh, but we also have March of the Ants, which was doing very well and was successful. Mm-hmm. Yep. So again, three points yeah. to Sarah. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I just, talk when i actually get a point because then i won't have to talk as much (laughs) first we go to your franchise pick which is over which we knew you were getting three points for but was still going on so that was the rise to power uh which i'm happy to see even though it was not my franchise pick was successful and we knew it would be Mm -hmm. so again three points for sarah yeah. <laughs> so now we're going to move on to May 13th when we recorded. This one is not as cut and dry. No. <laughs> but I believe you still got me on all three. Yes, I did. I mean, both uh, projects funded the More Castles, a Castle Dice expansion versus your Outbreak Deep Space Survival, Sci-Fi Survival Horror RPG. They both funded, which I'm happy about. But yes, mine beats you on all three measures. Yes. But I was happy to see Outbreak yes. uh, succeed and fund. And of course, one of the designers reached out and thanked us for picking it. So that was mm-hmm. cool. It's always great to hear from uh, people that appreciate what we kind of put together here for a show. Yeah. All right. Then we go into, hey, I get some points. Oh, oh no. You do? (laughs) Round two from May 13th. (laughs) Black Market Warehouse Mm -hmm. was still going on. It was very successful. Yes. Uh, It did very well. And Scallywag. Yeah. did, Did that cancel or was it just unsuccessful? I can't remember. It was unsuccessful. Yeah. So that will be three points for me, 
What do you yep. know? I can still get points. <laughs> not many. I'm, but I'm just not having any luck with the pirate games. That's just it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, we both picked Copper Country, the board game, and it mm-hmm. was not a franchise pick for anyone. That nope. one is still going on, but it's in the hours. Yes. So do you want to talk about that one real quick? Well, they were looking for 31,200 and they're at 46,616. So they're 149% funded and they got 815 backers and it does go till uh, June 11th. So depending on when you get this posted, it may or may not be over, but it is almost over. I don't know if I will actually get this up. Yeah. (laughs) I do not have tomorrow off like I did last time. So and then round four. Uh, was my brave the elements, which is struggling still and, mm-hmm. and is not looking good. It's got seven days left and it is looking for, again, this is in pounds, 13,500 pounds. It's only at 2,467 pounds with seven days left and 120 backers. A long way to go on that one, which it kind of surprises me because it's, it looks to be a very solid game and stuff. Mm-hmm. So against that. I matched up Fantasy Hero Complete, which did fund successfully. They were looking for 15000 and they got $20,125. So it was 134% funded with 516 backers. So more than likely another good yeah. three points there for Sarah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm happy about that, but I am kind of sad because I think Brave the Elements does look really good. So hopefully they'll try again if they're not successful. Then we're going to go into round five for May 13th, which was you put up first. Yes. Opposing forces powered by Fate Core. They were looking for 1,500 and they've made $2,179. And again, they're in the final hours. It'll end uh, June 11th, but they're doing really good. They're going to fund. And I put up against that Nova Praxis. This is looking like I'm probably going to get the three points. I'm pretty sure. They were looking for 6500 It's uh, at $9,770 right now. Again, this is the Savage Worlds edition of uh, this system. And they are at 420 backers with about 46 hours to go. So it'll end like uh, the evening of June 12th. Yeah. But still outstanding for right now. We'll talk about it one more time. Yep. All right. So then we go into our last recording. Yeah. So my franchise pick was Luchador, (laughs) the Mexican wrestling dice. And that is doing very well. It is got 515 backers. They were looking for 16,000. They've got 18,586 and it goes until June 18th. So still some more time for things to happen with that one, but it is very successfully funded. So once that's that's officially over, I'll get three points for that. Hey, look at that. I do get points every once in a while. Yep. You got more points there. (laughs) (laughs) And then we go into round two. You chose Albion's Legacy, and they are doing well. They're looking for 20,000. They're at 22,439. They have 282 backers, 112% funded, and they will go till June 15th. And against that, I put up Waggle Dance, (laughs) which is not quite as far in, but it still got time left. It's looking, Mm -hmm. again, this is in pounds. So 15,000 pounds. It's currently at 
5,617 pounds, but still has 18 days to go. So it goes till June 29th and it does have 200 backers. So it's got a fair amount of backers behind it already as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we, I guess we'll wait and see. I have actually seen some other people kind of start talking about this off and on. So we'll see if that helps them out at all. I hope so. Then we move into, we both picked heat. Yeah. (laughs) And let's see, uh, that one is over. And yep. they were successful. They were looking for yeah. eight thousand. They got over ten thousand dollars. And so that one is uh it was good to see that one fun, mm-hmm. but neither of us get point. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Bittersweet. Yes. Yes. All right. So then we go into uh the next one. <sighs> you picked first. Yep. I picked God's Gambit. Um, they're looking for 20,000. They've already made 23,697. So they're doing really well. They got 558 backers, 118% funded, and they go till June 25th. And I did asking for troubles, which yeah. is canceled and coming back in July. Mm-hmm. Looks like they are playing with colors. Yeah. That, that was one of the things most people complained about. <laughs> But they are keeping the orange. Oh, okay. They're just, uh, it looks like getting rid of the white. So it's not, you know, orange on white. Ah, uh, good idea. Um, so yeah, I, I saw a little bit of that today and it was, this was, it, today was the first time I realized it had canceled because like I said, I got a little busy. <laughs> and I was like, are you, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I saw they're looking to relaunch on July 28th and they were doing some, you know, community votes and all that stuff on color schemes and whatnot. So nice. Uh, hopefully they do well when they come back on the 28th. Yeah. So that is one that, uh, you, your project yep. still has plenty of time to go, but once we can officially close it out, you will have three points. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so then our last picks were I went with Shogun Showdown, uh, which is doing well. It's got 16 days left to go, so it's going to go until June 27th. He was looking for $2,500. It's currently at $3,486 with 113 backers. But how are you doing? Realm of Heroes is really close. They're looking for 10,000 and they're at 8,295 with 237 backers. So 83% funded. They do go till June 26th and I really hope people check it out. He should have more reviews on there now than when the project launched. So if you checked it out at launch, didn't see any reviews, you might want to check it again because he's getting uh, more people to look at it. So I definitely check it out because it does look really good. And Shogun Showdown is like a hundred and thirty nine percent funded right now. Oh yeah. You've got fifteen days left. I've got sixteen days mm-hmm. left. Realm of Heroes has got a higher funding goal. So yeah. depending on how things go, I mean I might get percentage. Yes, yeah. But as long as you fund, I think you'll get the other two. Probably. Yeah, yeah it's just it getting it funded, yeah. Yeah. All right. So okay. there you go. Those are our past picks. And then, like we said, Sarah is doing very well for season three. Speaking of which, this month, all of our recordings for this month will be the last ones for season three. And our first recording in July will start our picks for uh, season four. Ooh. Of course, anything we pick in June, I mean, we'll still kind of follow. So season three won't officially close out until the last project pick closes. Right. Or or we can just call it if it, you know, if if we know it, but yeah. Sarah's going to take season three for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Don't mind. 
All right. So for this recording, I believe you go first because I had the franchise pick at the top. Right. So I'm going to start off with my franchise pick, and this will probably come to no surprise to uh, many people, but I'm franchising Ghost Love Candy. You're right. That came as no surprise to anybody, which is why I did not pick it because I knew you would, and I knew it would be your franchise pick. <laughs> uh, that's okay because I have lots of love for Ghost Love Candy, so uh, I don't mind spoiling or, or spending my uh, franchise on it because it's totally worth it. This is a game that I had the great opportunity to play test and been very excited and 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 looking forward to it hitting Kickstarter. I'm a little sad it's not funded yet, but then that means I get to pick it. So for those who uh, don't know, Ghost Love Candy is a kind of a light card game. It, it um that is. Halloween based. Everyone is a ghost who loves candy, but you can only eat candy on Halloween night when you possess kids and you get to eat the candy that they, that they have. However, each ghost has a different priority of candy. So you're trying to go for the candy that you like the most, which is then worth the most points. So that at the end of the night, you count up all the candy you've eaten and you know, the points for each one and whoever has the most points wins. It looks like a really light game. And while it can be played very casually, there's also a lot of strategy to it because each of the kids has an ability and they interact with each other and the different ghosts. So one of the things I'm a little worried is that it might look too kitty, um, but I think the artwork really works well with it. So um, take a look at it. Uh, don't dismiss it just because it's kitty looking because it does. The strategy is definitely evolves throughout the game. At the beginning, it's pretty light. And then as you get more candy on and more kids out in different abilities, that's where the uh, what do you call it, emerging complexity comes from. They're looking for seven thousand uh, dollars. They're at five thousand six hundred and sixty-two. So they're at eighty-one percent, which is pretty close. And they have one hundred and seventy-four backers. And the game will go till July sixth. So there's still plenty of time to get on board. And like I said, I mean, the only reason I didn't pick it is because I knew it would be picked, and I was yeah. pretty sure it would be a franchise pick, and I knew I wasn't going first. Right. So that is the only reason it wasn't on my list. Uh, yeah, we we actually, Jordan and I reviewed this on the last podcast, episode 45. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we it was one of the games that we, we did a review for, and uh, I am in the process of editing our video for it where Megan and I sit down and talk about it. So, oh, nice. Yeah, it, it was definitely a, a great game, and we had a lot of fun playing it. Danny Devine has done a great job not oh, only yeah. designing it, but also mm-hmm. being the one that did the artwork for it as well. So, Oh, definitely. Definitely check that one out. All right, let's see. I got to figure out something to put up against that that yep. you potentially have not picked. Yes, good luck with that. I know. <laughs> uh, Shadow Throne? No, I didn't pick that one. Shadow Throne is a quick drafting game of Machiavellian intrigue. So the kingdom is crumbling, and the king is trying to maintain his rule, and then suddenly, I think, believe I believe the uh, the family kind of breaks up and divides into various factions, and the players, I believe, are not the actual family members, but members of like the secret society kind of that are trying to gather influence with each of these factions or, you know, be on the winning side, I guess you would kind of say. Uh, It's supposed to be a three to five player game playing in 30 to 45 minutes. And I picked it uh, just because it's it's kind of intriguing. It, It 
instantly the the cover art for it or the you know the main picture for it kind of almost brings Game of Thrones like Ooh. images to your mind, and I kind of dig the the art style a bit. It's it's not it's not clean, crisp art. You know, it's uh kind of like in the shadow, darker mm-hmm. type art, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, so I wanted to uh, make that my pick and take a look at it from that aspect. So Shadow Throne is looking for twelve thousand five hundred dollars. They currently have $7,367, which puts it at 58% of its goal. And it is going to go until June 27th. So now I should make a franchise pick. (laughs) (laughs) So my franchise pick, and I should probably make this good, franchise pick and Through the Ages. Oh, I... Didn't know Through the Ages was on Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> when did this happen? Uh, well, let's see. It launched on the 9th. <laughs> so I, I'm assuming you didn't pick it. And then, I, I one, I, I uh, <laughs> wasted my franchise pick. Two, on the air, ladies and gentlemen, you're hearing that I am letting Sarah know about a project on Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I am behind the times. I thought I caught up with all of them. I guess I didn't. So Ooh. this is going to be for the third edition of oh, the okay. Ages. <laughs> well, it's good. I hesitated to kind of put it on my list just mm-hmm. because it is kind of well-known and, and whatnot, Ooh. but it, it is a well-received game as well. It is a, yes. you know, a, a game that a lot of people enjoy and are, are probably interested in. So that kind of won out over that. And I, I'm going to be completely honest. This was a, when I was looking at stuff, man, was this a crazy time for projects. Mm-hmm. I had a handful of projects that were completely, what were you thinking? Yeah. In a kind and gentle way, I'll say, what were you thinking? <laughs> Uh, and, and so my pickings got kind of slim towards the end and I was like, you know what? Yeah, it's a well-known game and people know about it, but it's a, it's a good solid game and my list is small anyway. So I kind of circled back to it anyway, through the ages is looking for, again, this is for the third edition of this extremely popular game. Uh, mm-hmm. They are looking for $20,000. They are currently uh-huh. at $16,650. So 83% of their goal, and they have 282 backers. Nice. And it goes until um, July 22nd. So they made it a longer campaign as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Then up against that, I will put Beowulf, a board game. I did not pick that. Okay, Beowulf a board game, as it kind of says in the title, it's a, a tabletop adaptation of the epic poem. You are building your kingdom, you're raiding your neighbors, and you are trying to build up your legend in the world of Beowulf. And it looks pretty interesting. I mean, it, it is for three to six players, so that'll eliminate some people like me and my husband, but it brings the literature to the board game and you, you go through the legend of life and death un, of Beowulf unfolds through it. So you, you will trade, scheme, raid each other while your kingdom's growing. And then when there's the death of Beowulf, the game moves forwards in time. And then you have to try to preserve the legacy of your kingdom that you've uh, built up. So I like that interesting twist of a, a two part game that has this strong narration to it. 
So I thought that was, you know, just really interesting. And it looks like it's $45 for the game. So that's not a bad price point. Uh, and the artwork looks really good, has that kind of classic literature art feel to it, which I really enjoy. So they're looking for 30000 they are currently at $20,881. So that's 70% funded. Uh, they've got 450 backers and it goes till July 2nd. All right. Then you'll take us into round three. Round three. I will pick Atlas Duel for Divinity. And we will both talk about that. All right. We will both talk about Atlas, which looks really, really cool. I just love the front cover image. It just has this really great epic fantasy landscape to it. And I, that's one of the first things that drew me in. But the story is that it's a two-player game. So you're, um, take on the role of a Athelian, which is, I guess, a godlike being. You've been outcast, um, and you have to explore and uncover secrets. And then, um, you design and create your own they just call them unique units. I'm, I'm assuming there'd be any types of different types of creatures and things, but you give them abilities and, and items and spells and you, uh, basically you duel, you grow, uh, in power and you summon these different creations. So it's a, a strategic battling system, which just looks really cool. And for those who like miniatures, it looks like they've got quite a lot of cool miniatures lined up for it. So they're looking for 15000 They're currently at $10,568 with 105 backers. Uh, and they go till July 24th. Yeah, that one, that one did look pretty cool. And like you said, I, I think it's kind of what you were talking about. It's kind of a miniature style board game kind of thing where mm-hmm. you, you will have to yeah, do your special abilities and, and, uh, I, I'm assuming it's almost kind of going to be like a, maybe a point system or something. Mm-hmm. Which a lot of things are where you've got so many points or you can only have so many of each type of thing or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. It's anytime you get into that kind of stuff, it, it's kind of cool. And it's just on the verge of being one of those games where it's too miniatures like for me. Yes. But it, it doesn't cross that threshold, and then the theme kind of brings it back into my uh, realm of influence, if you will. <laughs> yeah, definitely agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I guess I got to lead off round four, huh? Yeah. I think I'm going. Uh, I think I'm going to go meta. Okay. Going the, I'm going with the meta game. Essen, ah, the game. Yes. <laughs> That one's all yours. I was thinking about it, but it's all yours. <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost a tough sell just because of how much they're looking for. Yes. So Essen, the game, which I believe, I think this is one of the ones we've talked about on the podcast just because of the nature of the game. Yeah, this, this is one that I've talked about on the podcast because they have basically got a layout of Essen, mm-hmm. uh, the vendor area in Essen, and... um they have actual game publisher logos that they've gotten permission to use and stuff like that. So uh, that's it's, pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of interesting. So it's this very meta game of you know going to Essen. I believe this was originally supposed to be like they were setting it up as a certain year of Essen. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and now I think they're just they've kind of expanded it out a little bit to where you can think you can kind of mix and match the where the vendors are and stuff now because originally yeah. the the board was this is what Essen looked like in 2013 this you know what i mean 
Right. Uh, but now I th- mm-hmm. think you could kind of mix and match it. But it's basically trying to get to all of the vendors and, and get those great games before other people do. So it's a, it's a, basically a pick up and deliver game, but your pick up and deliver is trying to pick up and grab all of those games before your opponents can, uh, all of the, you know, hot items at Essen. Mm-hmm. So let's see. We are looking for $30,000. It's currently at $18,208, which puts it at 60% and, uh, 326 backers. Nice. Ooh, that's a hard one to, I don't have any good matches left for that one. <laughs> so I'm going to pick one that I will be honest and people may or may not believe me. I didn't actually know that they were a sponsor, but I actually picked Ultimate Battle, the creative drawing game to hopefully be one of my picks. <laughs> All right. So I'll match it up against Essen and see how we go. So I actually am, am terrible at drawing. You know what? Just real quick. I will back. Sarah up because even though I said that we have a sponsor last time, mm-hmm. I did not share that with Sarah up front. Yeah. So uh, unless she would have listened to the last podcast, which I also know Sarah is very behind on podcasts, right? Now. Yeah, I, I, I don't have as much time as I'd like to listen to podcasts. I'm at least two episodes behind. So I had no idea, uh, but I'm glad that they're the sponsor yep. because this looks like a really cool game. I mean, I can't really expound too much on what Jeff's already said, but for someone who is not good at drawing, I want to play this game. This just looks like it's so much fun and just to be able to be silly and drawing these things and battling with your drawings, uh, it it just sounds like a, a lot of fun and sounds like you really don't get punished for not being able to draw well. And like you said, Jeff, I'd probably be explaining to everybody what I drew, but that would still be fun. Well, and I, I got to be, some of the fun comes from trying to make the justification for what you've come up with. That's true. You know, and again, not taking it too serious and then just kind of right. going, all right, well, let's just go to the disagreement. And, and right. uh, again, not... Not trying to make it a heated debate or anything like that. Right, exactly. It, it, you're trying to have it create, be creative in whatever you create and then drawing it. I, I just think that's a great combination. So, uh, I guess I'll recap the stats. They're looking for 11,000 and they have $7,139 with 134 backers and they go until July 31st. So plenty of time to get on there. And before we go on to round five, Sarah, uh, I'm mm-hmm. going to distract you with my plastic snake while my badger with bolt cutters comes up behind you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. And those all right. are all legitimate cards from Ultimate Battle. I've got the deck See? sitting right in front of me. I keep pulling cards off of while uh, we talk. See, that just, uh, and, and then if you didn't want to draw, you could just do creative stories. Yeah, I, I've kind of said that too. I, I've had a couple emails with the guys back and forth because one, they're, I, I basically kind of told them up front, this isn't my typical type of game. So we've mm-hmm. had conversations back and forth, but, uh, part of that too is I, there's a game, uh, have you ever heard of Stupid Duel? Sounds familiar. Yeah. This, this kind of reminds me a bit of that. And, mm-hmm. and that's not a bad thing. I mean, I know a lot of people in our area that just absolutely love Stupid Duel. Mm-hmm. And this just adds the drawing element on it. But yeah, if you decided you didn't want to do the drawing, you could easily just go, here's why this is happening. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. Round five. That would be you. 
Ooh, leading us okay. Off. Leading us off with, this is not going to make a lot of sense, but it just looks so funny. I'm picking Gazoink. I did not pick that. Okay, so players take on the role of Zaz waggling giggity giggers and erase to nab traits from wandering giggities and attained awesomeness. If you didn't understand that, don't worry, neither did I. <laughs> but it, I think what it boils down into in, in as much plain language as I can say, but you really should read it because it's just, it's hilarious. You are trying to capture things and draw essence or traits from them. And that's about all I got so far, but it's... <laughs> It's really hilarious. So I'll just read a little bit of it. So see, there is these things called giggities. They sort of flutter around touching peeps and absorbing their traits. If one touched you, for example, it might nab itself your mighty hairstyle or maybe your grandma's taco recipe or your ability to fire, to blast fireballs out of your nose. You know, that sort of stuff. So it just goes on and it just looks like it's a hilarious, fun card game. Uh, it plays two to eight players. So that's a pretty big range of players. So it's a uh, very light. It looks like about 20 minutes or so to play. So it's a very light casual game. The artwork is just cute and creepy at the same time, but not like creepy, creepy. It's, you have to see it. It's, I can't describe it today, but it just captured me on how, there it is, how absurd it is. The concept behind Gazoink is absurdly simple. It's, it's just really cute looking. So, if that intrigues you, I hope it does, or at least to give it a give it a look. They're looking for four thousand. They're currently at three thousand one hundred and sixty-four with uh sixty backers. They're at seventy-nine percent funded, and they go till July fourth. I will match your July fourth date. Okay. <laughs> I will put up Escape from Alcatraz, a new oh. mystery rummy game. Cool. So uh, this is from Griffin and Eagle Games. So no uh, no strangers to Kickstarter by any means. Uh, they have had plenty of successful Kickstarter games. And this is, like I said, it's a mystery rummy game, and it's kind of interesting. It's it's not uh, it's not you trying to escape from Alcatraz. It's you trying to put together the clues to stop other inmates or to stop inmates from escaping Al Alcatraz in a rummy style game. So you have escapee cards and a plan deck and an action deck and stuff like this. And, uh, and it just seems kind of like, I like the theme. I like the mm -hmm. escape from Alcatraz kind of theme. And I like with Megan being and her family being a huge card playing family. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it can sometimes be very interesting are easy for me to introduce card themed games or, right. or games that primarily rely on cards. So I thought of that uh, uh, at first too, because I know they do really love rummy. So, you know, a, a new take on rummy is always kind of an easy introduction as well. Definitely. So that's kind of some of the reasons I picked it. Good company that's, that's done a lot of good projects and theme and the fact that it's mostly a rummy game. Mm -hmm. So $10,000 is what they're looking for. 3,517 is what they're currently at, which puts them at about 34% funded. And they have 121 backers. And this also goes till July 4th. Nice. So there you go. There are our picks for this time. Sarah, do you have any shout outs? Yes, I have one shout out. There's a game that I would have picked, but it funded very quickly and it's called Progress Evolution of Technology. I actually kind of passed it by the first time I saw it, but I watched Rado's run through and it's just the perfect game for us. So basically it is the tech trees from 
civilization games. It is just the tech tree. And that is just so awesome because that's like the favorite portion of Civ games for me and my husband. And you just focus on developing the technology for your civilization. And um, the game currently has three ages, which is the ancient, medieval, and renaissance. But they have plans for three more ages, which would be um, the industrial, modern, and then the near future as expansions that they're thinking of. Um, plus, they're also uh, thinking of uh, finding other ways to expand it. Um, but the base game, as it is, just has the three ages, so it plays smoothly. And it's $45 for a copy. It's card-based game. Looks really good. Uh, they were looking for 19000 and they're currently at 44604 with 930 backers. So they've gotten a lot of stretch goals, um, more cards added to the game, little mini expansions that you can add in or not. Like there's actually philosophers, actual people that you can put in the game or keep out. And it runs through June 24th. I uh, have one shout out as well, and, and uh, I almost didn't. Sarah and I were talking before we started. Uh, once again, I I kind of ran in the door, ate, <laughs> ran downstairs to record with her. So my picks were were quick <laughs> and, and slim at some points, but uh, I did have one shout out that kind of struck uh, struck me when I was looking through stuff, and I thought Sarah would appreciate it as well. And that would be the project for RPG dice for the visually impaired. Yes. Yes. So. I didn't think to bring, I didn't think to bring that up. Thank you for bringing that up. No. I mean, we, we've, uh, focused in on some great projects that kind of help make games accessible here in the past. And, and this mm-hmm. is just another one. So we looked at stuff in the past. And, uh, so this is just one more attempt from somebody to kind of help make things more accessible and in this instance it's it's rpgs and and the dice mm-hmm. which is not an easy task really I no. mean, if you think about it if you think about the dice and and how many sizes there are and trying to make them so they're visually impaired friendly it's mm-hmm. uh, a it's a heck of a task and i yeah. uh, i appreciate somebody taking it on I, I haven't looked fully into this i haven't seen exactly what all they're doing but it's definitely commendable and worth uh, talking about. So from the looks of it, they were only looking for a thousand dollars. Uh, they're at $2,557. So that puts them at nice. 255% funded and 119 people are behind the project so far. So hopefully, uh, this, you know, works out and, and this is something that maybe we see more of in the future and, and more. Yeah. More people thinking this way to kind of make sure we, you know, the, the things we take for granted, uh, right. being able to easily get together with friends and play games and, and not worry about things. And this may sound a little stupid, but just, you know, think of all the times you've gotten a little upset or whatever at, at poor lighting or mm-hmm. couldn't quite read something or text too small. And, uh, there, there's an entire group of people out there that that's pretty much how they live and they would love to be playing a lot of these games with us. So. Yeah. Uh, let's let's bring bring more people to the table is always a good thing to me. Agreed. Thank you for bringing it up. <laughs> All right. So there you go. That is going to be our episode for this time. Again, we're winding down season three. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, early Sarah. Woohoo! <laughs> On a season three win. Yeah. Uh, it, it would. It would. <laughs> There, there's just, it's mathematically impossible, I think, at this point for me to make a yeah. comeback. <laughs> <laughs> you, you would have to probably zero out on everything and, mm-hmm. and then we, we might tie. Yeah. And I think we've only got like one more recording for this. Right. Month. Is that, yeah. 
think so. Yeah. So, so yes, we will be back in two weeks with more draft picks. Prior to that, I believe I have some more interviews coming for you guys. So we will have those. And of course, the main podcast is still going steadily. Mm -hmm. So, uh, thanks for hanging out with us. I'm Jeff King. And I'm Sarah Reed. And as always, go on out there, check out these projects we talked about. You know, check out some for yourself and pick a winner. Yeah. This podcast is a proud member of the GeekCast Network. If you enjoyed it and are looking for other podcasts with a geek culture slant, head over to geekcastnetwork.com, where you will find podcasts such as Royal Monster Battalion, where two geeks share their love of monster movies and have a few laughs along the way.